What's up, y'all? Wow. It's been like two weeks, Spinny. Can you believe it? I know. We, what you uh, been up to, man? How's the team doing? Team's living. Uh, Falcons stand. We're not talking about the Atlanta Falcons. We're talking about the River Falls Falcons, baby. I'm Falcons stand. Okay, I love the headline. Yeah. Um, Got to win tonight. Um, we're doing this pod post-game, which is interesting. I'm just glad we won. Otherwise... Yeah, you'd be in a whole different mood right now. That's part of an experience. Uh, Nice uh, 3-0 win over McAllister tonight, 6-2 in the season. We play three games this weekend, one Friday, two Saturday at Eau Claire. So, it'll be fun. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, wish you best of luck on your upcoming games. But what do you say, man? I think we should hear from Jack and just get out to this NFL action. There was a lot of it. Yes, sir. I can't wait for this one. All right, y'all, we got to start off episode 73, though, with some headlines. We're going to talk some contracts we have not discussed on here yet. Let's start with our guy, huh? TJ Hawkinson, four years, $66 million extension, including $18 million signing bonus and 29 mil fully guaranteed at signing. Spinny, initial thoughts, what were they of this deal? I mean, you knew you were going to have to pay a lot for this, man, so I... Highest, highest paid tight end money? You assume that? No, I didn't assume that. Um, but, yeah, is it an overpay? Yeah. Is he definitely a top five tight end in the league for sure? And I think he fits. I think most people would agree well. with that. Yeah. He blocks well. I'm. It's a little bit of an overpay, but I'm hoping that Two years from now, it, it won't look as bad. It won't be as much of an overpay as it is now. Yeah, more of a trendsetter. Mm-hmm. You're saying, yeah, I agree with that. You know, because you know when uh, Kelsey's doing that extension, they're gonna pay him more than Hawk just for that respect. At least I hope so because yeah. Kelsey definitely deserves to be that as paid tight end. That dude is on a different level. But I, I'm good with Hawks as long as you know we're able to figure out the other pieces and especially keep Jets around, give him his number. As long as we're able to still do all that, I'm, I'm fine with it. Agreed. All right, Nick Bosa, reigning DPOY, $170 million for the next five years, including $122.5 million guaranteed. I do believe this was the highest paid non-quarterback of all time. Could be wrong. This is another one where, I, I mean, I can't really argue against it, right? I just more question. How the hell do the 49ers have all this money? Are they like, does John Lynch just know things about contracts that apparently no other GM understands or what? Because all these just loopholes, he continues to restructure all these deals and save all this money. They have what, like 49 million now? Everyone's expecting this big trade to happen now because they freed up all this money again. Which is wild considering all the guys in their defense that they have. They have so many 
players paid above 15 million a year. It's unreal. Wild. So I, I don't know. I mean, good for them, I guess. But uh, yeah, it is, it is a wild experience. Uh, all right. The last one, Burrow. You got it. What are the deets on that one? Five for 275. Um, That's high time, huh? Yep, definitely. And we're getting close to Deshaun's guaranteed money here. So we're, we're still not to it, but we're, we're at 219 guaranteed from Burrow. So it's over the 200 million. Watson mark. got 230. 30. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're in the vicinity now. A guy who obviously deserves it, uh, I think more sure, than one. Sure. So, don't don't you think it's kind of kind of weird that he he did say that he would take pay cut, kind of like Mahomes did, to be able to keep yeah. town around him, and then he just was the highest paid player of all time. Yeah, I can't I can't really hold it against him because he's worth that money. So yeah, I I don't know. I'm just saying. And then it doesn't look like contract talks with Higgins are where they want him to be. So that's kind of interesting. Like you said, that yeah. Burles, Higgins that is going to be gone. Higgins is gone and he gets paid a bunch of money. So yeah. you think that was maybe the holdup on the deal? The guaranteed money or what do you mean? I The the fact that they were trying to sign to Higgins. Oh, yeah, probably. That worked. Sure it was. And then yeah. maybe Burrow would have taken less money at that point, but they couldn't get a deal worked out with Higgins. So... They just That's gave a good point. Money? I don't know. Yeah. Just a theory in my head. Right. Makes sense. All right. Shifting gears now. FIBA, obviously, as we know of now, Team USA, they lost to Germany, 113 to 111. Mikel Bridges actually made this insane play at the end of regulation to force overtime. It was insane. Spinny, please tell me you saw that. Yeah, I did. That was actually nuts. It but was. Of course, we lose to Germany, a team with. I mean, we're definitely way more talented everywhere across the board. They have, what, three, maybe four NBA players, at least playing in the FIBA they did only. Um, Spinny, what do, you, what do you think about that? Yeah, it was a tough loss. We can't rebound or play any defense. So, that's... What's going on with Jaron Jackson, man? <sighs> I don't know. Three boards a game? Three. Like what? Shoot, I think you could put Ant at – at power forward and you get more than three boards a game. Spinny, I put you at power forward. You get three boards for me. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously. What I'm saying, but it just takes a little effort and some heart, man. You're six eleven and athletic. Yeah, you go yeah. get it. Literally. Go get it. And then they uh, lose to Canada in the third place game. Right. Canada that one's tough. That one I, I forgive a little bit more because that was probably the second most talented team, I thought. Ooh, but 39 um, for Dylan but Brooks? 39, yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Dylan Brooks, I guess. Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. FIBA's huh? his stage, I guess. I can't I can't hit on him that much, I guess. But it did – it was Loki coming down in 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 analogy, analysis, anal and, – What's if something is part of an analogy? I just butchered that whole thing, but and that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it caused the Avengers to be formed. Is the point that I was trying to make from that? Right. Um, LeBron reaching out to the boys, and yep. it seems like it's gonna happen. Steph, KD, Tatum, AD. 
the police are back. Win. The Avengers are back. They're winning. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're guaranteeing it's, it right now. If Steph Curry shows up, they're going to win, dude. Kevin Durant shows up, they're going to win. Like, these guys aren't guarded and they have Olympic experience. So it's not like these guys who have never even played. Most of them haven't even played in the World Cup, let alone the Olympics. So who do you think should be brought over? Any of them? And I mean, Ant's probably on the team. And I right. feel like there's an off chance Triple J is still on the team too, Loki. It all depends on what big show up. Yeah, we don't have a ton, honestly. Exactly. So, but Bam, I think, show up. But I think Triple J playing with those guys, like I think it would be a different situation. That would be way better. Yeah, for sure. Because like, they're, 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 they're not going to let them. They're also not going to let them like not rebound. Right. Like <laughs> it's not yeah. going to happen. A lineup, a lineup of of Steph Braun. KD, Triple J, and AD. That would be crazy. Not doing That's anything against that lineup. You yeah. You still got potential for like Damian Lillard. We haven't even said Jason Tatum. He yeah. could have been in that starting lineup. Like Devin Booker. Sounds Books. Like That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, we got to win. We're winning the Olympics, bro. What if I have lose? expectations for that. I will be, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad, to say the least. All right, man. I think it's time for week one talk, huh? Let's get it. All right. What do you want to talk about before we shout out some overreactions, some possible overreactions? What do you want to talk about from this week? Because it was, it's it was hard a lot of the week, I felt like. Because I think a lot of this stuff we're going to get to in overreactions. So it's kind of – I was kind of picking and choosing what to talk about in this part. But I think Bucks vikings needs to lead off the show. Uh man. As much as I don't want to talk about this, I uh I think it needs to be talked about. Man, unreal. All we had to do was beat the Bucks, beat the Panthers for sure in the first five games with their all their three hard opponents being the the Eagles, obviously, tomorrow, the Chargers and the Chiefs. And of course, in Minnesota fashion and Vikings fashion, we blow week one. At home to Baker Mayfield. And now we have to beat two of those three teams instead of just one. Exactly. Exactly. Just absolutely ridiculous. Baker outdogged Kirk. That was literally what happened. This man is crap talking Byron Murphy like he's Patrick Beverly out there. He was. So was like, what is he, what's happening right now? <laughs> he's just shit talking Byron Murphy. Calling him a Unreal. little boy, essentially. Literally was. Told him to go to the gym, essentially. Literally. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, Absolutely man. hilarious from Baker. But Kirk, Kirk can't miss KJ on that play. That's, that's right. the biggest miss throw of the game. You got to at least make that a catchable ball. You got to hit him between the one and the seven on that comeback. You make that happen. Like, I, I think. I mean, yeah, three turnovers. Yeah. In the game. One of them was Eddie Eddie I's fault. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm I just mean, saying in general we had three turnovers. Yeah, we had a lot of crucial penalties too, at just the worst times. And what was up with the offense? <sighs> Week one sloppiness, man. The Literally, offense in the first half looked like no one could stop him for the rest of our lives, and then the offense in the second half <sighs> looked like Mitch Trubisky was playing quarterback. Like it was Literally, just yeah. unreal. And Devin White was just a freaking menace that game. 
Oh my god, he he is ridiculous. But yeah, he, he was torturing us, dude. It was unreal. We couldn't keep our tackles in the game either, and those no. the biggest strength of our offensive line. So that was right. part of it. Right. Other other news, man. I I want to mention this. It sucks to even talk about, but J.K. Dobbins, man, he can't catch a break, dude. This is unreal, actually. This man goes off when he plays. Goes yeah, off. He's actually good. Oh, yeah. He's really good. And then he just can't do it. He just literally cannot keep a ligament intact in his leg. It's not possible. Or a... It feels so bad, dude. It's unreal. It it's really uh, I'm sorry, right. J.K. Dobbins. Get, get well soon. And if you want to take another comeback, we're here for you, man. We want to see yeah. it. So do it. Facts. And Rodgers. What else? Man. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, yeah, we uh, might as well talk about that now, too. This is weird. As Vikings fans, I mean, you would think we would not be upset about it, but just as NFL fans, you have to be upset. I also like Aaron Rodgers. As I've previously stated on this pod, I'm a Vikings fan who likes Aaron Rodgers. I know it's, I know it's That's nice. Right. But uh, That's right. I do like the man, and I just feel like he – it's funny. I feel like he did this out of spite, but I feel like he became the quarterback the Packers wanted him to be forever with the Jets. Like, super encouraging to the younger players. Super, like, Mr. Good Teammate and, like, just leader nation. He never would do it with the Packers. And now I feel like out of spite, he's been like, I can do this. Like, I yeah. just thought Seriously. I just didn't want to do it for you. Anyway... It was cool to see him, the relationship with Garrett Wilson, the relationship with other young players on his team, and the growth you can tell he has perpetuated on that team. Garrett Wilson talking to Zach Wilson during that game was really cool. Like, Garrett Wilson is a dog. Garrett Wilson is a dog, man. He is so good. Even when Zach threw that terrible interception, Garrett Wilson was like, man, we got you. Like, like, you're a dog. We got you. Like, let's, we ain't losing. Like, let's, like, just seeing him talking to Zach the whole game and just the way he went about it, I thought was really mature for a second year player. All right. I feel like this is just the perfect transition to one of my overreactions. Can we just jump to it? Yep. We'll talk, we'll jump back. We need to talk about anything, but let's, let's throw it out here right away. Zach Wilson will lead the Jets to the playoffs. Overreaction or not? The biggest overreaction ever. Zach Wilson's not good. I'm sorry. He did not look good last night. Like, I just... Yeah, what about, what about being, all his teammates' support? What if he gets I know, confident? and it's cool, and it's awesome. And I... Bruce and Alvin carry them. I'm low-key rooting for Zach Wilson because I think it would be fun for him to be good. I just don't... There's just... There's too much body of work of him not being an efficient NFL quarterback. And not yeah, being able to make too many games good decisions. Um, and I just, I just, he's gonna have to prove it to me before I'm gonna believe in him more than one week. And that defense is gonna be good. So if he can just manage the game, like they, they have a chance to make the playoffs. But I just don't, right now, I don't think he is capable of doing that on a consistent basis. I totally agree. Everything you said, I totally agree. Zach Wilson, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. Maybe, maybe we'll see it in a couple of games. They have a, 
another big one this week against the Cowboys. Maybe they can make some noise against the Cowboys. I've been nuts as they are. Because if they can beat the Cowboys, I think it's in Dallas too. Maybe, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in Dallas. Um, yeah. Then, then they're probably serious. That's a wait and see for me. So, yeah, definitely an overreaction. What do you got? Is is Justin Herbert a lot worse of a quarterback than we think? What you should give me like a parameter, like yeah, um, Justin Herbert, like not top ten. Is that what you're trying to say? Justin Herbert, yes, is more in the twelve to fifteen range than the four to six range. Uh, I'm gonna say overreaction. Uh, he's young. He's still learning and growing. I mean, what? How old is he right now? Look that up for me. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be 26, 27 years old. He's not that old. I mean, he's got how many years left of his prime? 25. 25. Exactly. So, like, he's not even entering his prime yet. So, uh, I'm not too worried about it. It's something that he does need to figure out. Obviously, um, he needs to show improvement here, not regression, because that's what he's been showing since. Basically, rookie year has kind of been slowly regressing. Um, maybe Kellen Moore will help this year. You know, that was just that was just after week one, so maybe uh, maybe he'll help the rest of the season. I still think Brandon Staley, man, he got to be gone. <laughs> we said this all year last year, bro. Did we not? Yeah, I I don't think Brandon Staley is a good coach. Uh, his interception touchdown ratio in his three seasons: thirty-one to ten, thirty-eight to fifteen, and twenty-five to ten. So, I I think this is an overreaction myself. Um, but at some point, you you have to win games in the NFL, and like I understand that quarterback <laughs> wins is not a quarterback stat. I get that, but over the history of the league, the top three to five quarterbacks essentially win eleven to thirteen games every single season. So if, if you're not capable of doing that on a consistent basis in your prime, then you, you can't be in that top five quarterback discussion in my book. That's fine. That's fine. All right, my next one. Where do we want to go from here? Let's go. Tua will be top three in MVP voting. It's a tough one, I feel like. <laughs> I'm going to say overreaction on the basis of I still... You still got to see it, huh? I still got to see him not get a concussion for right. more than one week. That's yeah. what it is. But, like, yeah. If he's healthy for 15 to 17 games, he will... I don't think that's an overreaction at all because their offense is going to be amazing and he's going to throw 400 yards a lot. So... I don't think that part is an overreaction if he's healthy, but I just need to see a little, a few more weeks. You ask me again about week five, week six, this might be not an overreaction. Yeah, I totally agree. The Eagles D will be better than the Cowboys D this season. In terms of what? In terms of scoring and yards given up. Yep. Most is boring. Maybe even more. The Cowboys will probably have more turnovers, I think, but it'll be close. The Eagles will have a better scoring defense than the Cowboys. You think so? 
I'm at. That's that's the rephrasing of the question. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I mean, that one's so tough, right? Like, because they're such elite defenses. Like, it could go either way. But the Eagles look bad, and the Cowboys look. I mean, not bad, but not great. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say overreaction. Um, mm. I think the turnovers are just so deadly. They keep points off the board, and you know that the Cowboys are forcing turnovers every single game. It doesn't even matter who's who they're playing. They're going to get a couple of them. And to keep points off the board, I don't know. I just I just like that. I feel like the Eagles are – they have games like that, obviously. But then they'll also have games like last week where they, they only win by less than seven points and give up over 20. You know what I mean? Uh, they have those as well. Um. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still taking Cowboys. I'm going to stay over All right. We'll stay on the defense. The DPOY will be Micah Parsons or Miles Garrett, one of those two. I mean, I picked Miles Garrett going into the season, so I'm going to say not an overreaction because I think I thought Miles Garrett could win it as it is. And then if I get Micah Parsons on top of that, I mean – the only person I saw in week one perform at those guys' level was TJ Watt. So I was just gonna I was just gonna say that that those two Parsons and Garrett just really stood out to me in week one. I had Garrett finished in second. I picked Parsons this year. So they were the top dogs and they showed me exactly what I wanted to see week one. Garrett's gonna be a menace with Zadarius Smith, opposite of him. Jordan Love is a pro bowler. This is a fun one. Overreaction. Okay. okay. I feel like, man, I'm just saying the same things over and over again, but I got to see it again, right? Like, same case with a lot of these other dudes. He hasn't played a lot of games in his career. I just need to see it again. The Bears D is not very good. Yes, he did it on the road, so respect. Bears D sucks. I'm sorry. It's not good. So, if I can see it again or on a more consistent basis, yeah, I could definitely see it. Um, since the NFC sucks, I guess he does have a route to a Pro Bowl appearance, though. I'll give him that. In the AFC, he would, there would be no shot. In the NFC, though, he at least has a shot. 245, 55.5%. Three tutties, no picks. Yeah. 123 quarterback rating, 73 QBR. Oh, trust me. I know. I started in my dynasty league, so I was loving it. <laughs> Even though I hate the Packers, obviously. All right. Which one do you want here? Hmm. Okay. We're just going to talk about both of them. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow are overrated. Um, parameter would probably be they're not top five. Pretty much that's the unanimous discussion is that they're top five. So, Josh Allen, 39 fumbles and interceptions in his last 19 starts. 19, yeah. Yeah, so he turns the ball over too much. Uh, it's the same song and dance for him in press conferences as well. Just kind of like, yeah, I got to be better. I lost my team the game. It's like, okay, we get that. But are we going to see turnover improvement at some point? And right. part of me thinks it's just decision-making ability. Because why is this man trying to hurdle two dudes <laughs> on like third and nine when he's like four yards in front of the line? Yeah, man. Take your L and go home. Like, you don't have to be a star in every play in the NFL. You can't. Guys are too good. Guys are too big. Guys are too fast. Corners and line D linemen especially. You cannot just go hero ball every play. 
And I think he has got to figure that out if he's going to be in the category we're talking about. Joe Burrow, different story. He sucks against the Browns. One and six now against the Browns in his career. Just can't beat them trash. Miles Garrett and the Browns D-line absolutely wrecked them. He had a horrible game, but Burrow. 86 yards. Yeah, I'm I'm not worried about Burrow. I'm not worried about him either. I would say it's an overreaction for both of them. Um, I don't know. I th- I'm going to say not overreaction for Josh Allen, but. Really? Already? Yeah. I don't know. I've, I think I've seen enough good from him in that same amount of time. Yes, it's crazy. Yes, maybe think, I'm holding him to a different standard. But... I think you're trending more Dante Culpepper than Brett Favre with Josh Allen. Yes, That's what I'm saying. Yes, he hasn't gone far in the playoffs yet, but he's win- won like 11-plus games every year. True. He, he wins. I mean, at this point, like – has he had a better career than Cam Newton? Like, I'm taking Cam Newton. Probably. Yeah, yeah MVP. In the Super Bowl, so. Appeared in the Super Bowl. And an MVP, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, I just feel like we're putting him on a little bit of a pedestal that, like, Cam, I never thought of Cam Newton as a top five QB. Like, I understand he probably had one season like that, but but I never really thought of him as like that most of his career. And at the same Josh time, is only 27, though, to be true. Sure. True, there, there is a lot of time yet, but I just, I'm just at some point, you got to not fix the right it. trend. At some yeah. point, you got to fix it. I get what you're saying. The trend is going down. Whole season of time, <laughs> right? Okay, um, this is a good one by the end of this season. Most people, I didn't know how to phrase this other than this. So by the end of this season, the consensus will be Brock Purdy is better than Justin Herbert. Whoa. Wait a minute. (laughs) I was not ready for this one. Brock Purdy, the consensus. I'm going to go ahead and say overreaction. I still think, I still feel like the vast majority of people truly believe the majority of Purdy's success is just based on Shanahan's system. So he's got no way out of that? Like, even if they win the Super Bowl? He's got a... I mean, that's pretty much what he has to do, right? I guess. So I got maybe, but I don't know. I just feel like that's going to be held against him until he's like, it's so clear and obvious. So he's Right now, to... it's not. Right now, it's not clear and obvious. He's got to have like five, four, no... He's got to have like two, four thousand year seasons and then we'll believe. Yeah, he's got to like have some really good stats, you know, maybe like a, a 400 plus yard with four touchdown game. You know, what all these other guys do. Um, he hasn't shown that. He's shown to manage the game. He's not very good um, throwing on the run or escaping pressure. Now he, ha- he was this week against the Steelers, actually. So but maybe this is a year two development. Obviously, he's insanely young, but. I don't know. I'm gonna say overreaction for now. I I don't see everyone's minds changing. Like it? Do you agree or not? I I I think it's an overreaction from the perspective of consensus. But consensus. That's I think, how I answered I think, it. I th- definitely think I could think it by the end of this year. Me too. Now, if you had asked me, I would have yes, I would have said not overreaction. All right, my last one I'm gonna give you here. 
one of these one and zero teams will make the playoffs. All three of these teams were not supposed to be good at all, and they all won surprisingly in week one. And that would be the Bucks, obviously, against us, the Rams, and the Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders. The Raiders were a team I thought could be a dark horse before the season. I kind of talked about them low key in our NFL episode that I think they could be good if they put it together. If Jimmy G stays healthy, that team can win. He's proven he can do it. Devontae Adams is a great receiver. McDaniels and and Jimmy G are very familiar with each other. Um, I just I think the Raiders could be the team. The Broncos, maybe I was wrong about them. The Chargers, they always just Charger stuff, so you never know. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say the Raiders. I still think it's an overreaction. I don't see any of them making the playoffs. None of them. Don't. Bucks, I, I can also see because it's gonna be Bucks or Saints. It looks like in that division. I mean, that division's terrible, right? So yeah. So the Bucks have some odds. Um, yeah. you got another one? I okay. This isn't a question, but yeah. I. Just wanted to bring this topic up, and that was the Jags. We didn't talk about the Jags yet. <laughs> Who cares about the Jags, dude? What did they show that was so special? They played the Colts, bro. So you just can get nothing from it then? Or what? No. Come Is that on. What you're saying? There's just nothing they can do. Like, oh, played the played the uh, Colts. Nothing we can do. We're, we're just trash no matter what. I'm just saying they let the Colts hang around for the majority of that game, a team they should have destroyed. Apparently, since they're going to be fourteen and three, like you say, twenty-four that thirty-two, a team that's going to be fourteen and three, like you say, would destroy a Colt that Colts team. You cannot deny that. They did beat them by ten points. That's, oh my god! Nice oh my! Oh my gosh! Get out of here! Uh, Jags D did not look good. But Trevor Lawrence looked unbelievable. And I am going to give you my one more thing, but I'm going to answer it myself because it's not an overreaction. Trevor Lawrence will be better than Justin than Josh Allen by the end of this year. 100%. Not going to argue it. Trevor's winning MVP. Trevor's winning MVP. He's not winning MVP. He's winning MVP, bro. Their defense is going to be mid. He's going to lead them to win after win after win. They might even beat the Chiefs this week. Should we jump to week two now? Let's do it. We, we might as well. That was perfect because that was the first game I wanted to talk about in my must-watch games category. Chiefs at the Jags. We likely have Travis Kelsey back. We have Mahomes, who is historically so good in September, and – now he's coming off a loss. All the storylines you just said about Trevor Lawrence, man, this is going to be an exciting one. Yeah, I, I think. I'm the assuming Chiefs, then you're taking the Jags. No, I'm not. Really? If 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 the <clears throat> records were reversed, I would have taken the Jags, but I'm not taking the Chiefs getting Jones and probably Kelsey back. Oh, I didn't even say yeah. Um. I am not – we didn't even talk about Chris Jones signing his contract, which why the heck did he hold out to just sign a contract with incentives on a one-year deal? I don't understand that at all. I don't get it either. Especially when, according to 
reputable sources, the the Chiefs offered Chris Jones a contract that was like ten million under what he wanted for three years. So I don't understand well how they ended up where they ended up with this, but um, but it is at the Jags. I think that is a little bit of a Jags advantage, and Trevor is going to carve up this Chiefs D as long as he can get protection. Yeah, he will. I, I hope it's so high scoring. Dude. I want to see like a like a thirty-eight to thirty-five game, dude. Just it is Mahomes. Go ahead, Mahomes. A Mahomes Lawrence epic battle. That's just what I want to see. Yeah, that'd be lit. Uh, it also is Jacksonville in week two, so it is going to be hotter than crap there. You know that. That is true. That is true. You might be looking at it, so don't look away. Guess the line. What is it? Ooh. Current weather, 82 and sunny in Jacksonville, so that's a hot one. Lions, Chiefs at Jags. Chiefs line? plus three and a half. Chiefs minus three and a half. Really? Chiefs are favorite. Or, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Chiefs yeah. are the favorite, obviously. Yeah. Chiefs yeah. minus three and a half. That's what I meant. I'm really stupid. Oofta. <laughs> yeah, Chiefs are favored, um, as they should be. I, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. Yeah, I'm with you too. What's the game you're looking forward to? Or Rams Niners? Really? You want to yes. you want to see if this Rams thing is legit or how for real the Rams are? Yeah, yeah. I want to see if they can keep staff upright and healthy against a good pass rush. And it'll be interesting to just see if it because it's definitely going to be a shootout. I feel like uh, Rams D is sketchy. Oh, so now like. Uh... And it's in LA, so I, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to see how real the Rams are this week. See, to me, I just, I just don't, I still don't even care. Like, I just don't want to watch the Rams at all. They'll not be tuning in that game. I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> I'm gonna be watching the Seahawks at the Lions. That's what I'm gonna be watching. That's probably gonna be a shootout. Both those defenses are pretty mid. Let's see if the Lions can keep it rolling. Now they're playing at home. Hopefully they get – hopefully Gino walks in and dubs them. They're, everyone – what was the final? They lost by like – I can't remember. Seahawks just got absolutely smacked. It was like 30 to 13. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to they're gonna be a little mad and they're going to show Detroit what's up this week. Hey, there is so that's many – That's a bad side. I'm going to need seven TVs this week for all the I know, dude. Have you looked at the noon slate? Yeah, dude. It's like every game. Raiders, Bills, Ravens, Bengals, Chiefs, Jags, Chargers, Titans, Packers, Falcons, Seahawks, Lions. Yep. And there's two other ones that I'm not interested in. But those seven games, I could literally watch every single one of them. Uh, Dolphins, Pats would be fun. See uh, the Pats against maybe a less good D. See if McCorkle keeps looking good. Uh, and see if the Jags D can slow down the crazy Miami offense, which if anyone can do it, it's probably them in New England. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I can't believe also Miami. It seems like a trap. Miami minus three at New England. That's a wild line to me. Why is that wild? Miami's favored at New England. Yeah. 
I just I'm just surprised by Miami's that. Miami's better. Are they? You, you're talking. Yeah. Are they yeah. six points better? Because you're talking three point advantage for home field plus three points. So you're talking Miami's six points better than New England on a neutral site. That's just that's crazy to me. I I don't think they're a, different. This is not on a neutral site. No, it no. You get three points for being the home team, basically, automatically. That's right. the biggest rules. And then Miami's also favored by three points on top of that. So that makes them six-point favorites, essentially. I think that's too much. I, think I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not Vegas, man. Do you think they're that far away? You think a touchdown? Okay, maybe, maybe one and a half, two. I don't know. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I just think it's a little bit of a trap line. I'm very interested to watch that game, though. Miami's offense against uh, Pats D. Pats D is unreal. That's for sure. Hmm. Another divisional would be Ravens at Bengals. That'll be good. See if the Bengals bounce back. Joe Burrow can actually hit 100 yards passing this game. <laughs> If T. Higgins can actually catch a ball and not score me zero fantasy points, please. Dude, that was ridiculous. Eight targets, too. How, how did I how did I escape out of the guillotine league with T. Higgins in my lineup? I have no idea. Because there was two different guys with their first round picks injured, both their first and second round picks injured. So it was a rough week for everyone in guillotine. That's uh, true. Last one is Chargers Titans. What do you think of Chargers Titans? It's two teams that could have very well won in week one. I think Titans kind of surprised people a little bit, I felt like. Uh, basically, the only reason they lost that game – well, not basically. It is the only reason they lost games because Ryan Tannehill sucked so bad. He threw three picks. His, he was terrible. They kind of got screwed at the end in that stupid – Right. They did. Whatever. If also. they can get some at least mediocre play out of Tannehill, like the Titans could actually be decent. Are they going to get mediocre out of Daniel, though? I don't. He's right. washed, man. Right. He's washed. I agree. I think the Chargers are going to go in and, and beat them in Tennessee unless Tennessee is able to establish the run game early and Derrick Henry eats. Which you don't think the Chargers works. are going to charge with that game? You think they're actually going to win it, huh? I do think they're going to win it. Hmm. All right. I like it. I think I like the, the Kellen Moore aspect. There was a lot more down-the-field throw-in with Herbert. I still think he's, that's how you best utilize him. Yield enough, though. I know. What is this I'm, thing with checking it down every five minutes? Yeah, I don't know. It's ridiculous. You gotta. No he's like the inverse of Josh Allen. Like, take some risk, boy. It's fine. Yeah. It's gonna be fine. I'm also. I am starting to get a little concerned. Hopefully, it's just a little rookie thing. But like, Quinn Johnson only ran or played like 22 snaps or something. Yeah, that was very weird. I agree. Barely played. So hopefully that was Mike Zimmer type situation. Didn't play yeah. two for two weeks. So right, no stupid coaches can do. Uh, should we I'll talk about you. tomorrow night's game or when the viewers are seeing it tonight's game? Do our do our do our boys have any chance? I think we're winning, dude. No, you don't. I think we're gonna win, dude. I'm no, dead dude. ass. I'm dead ass. You're Run the this shit back. I've ever met in my life. Run that shit back. Maybe 0 2, bro. Run this back. 
tomorrow. <laughs> the thing is, now that I'm saying this, I'm gonna have be having to root against my take, but there's no way we're winning that game, bro. There's what do no you mean, dude? Not. We can't go into Philadelphia and beat the team that the reigning NFC champion? No, we can't. Why? Why not? You remember last time we went into Philadelphia? You remember that or not? Yeah, that was 365 days ago or whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Well, that's fine. That's what it's going to look like again, I have a feeling. No. We got Brian Flores now, second year KFC. Kirk Cousins is going to be balling out. Kirk O'Chains is going to be out full effect. Kirk O'Chains is going to have 1.3 milliseconds to throw on every play with their D tackles rushing against our guards. No. They ain't fucking, they're not doing shit, bro. <laughs> Jalen Carter's not getting to Kirk once. <laughs> now I just know this man's wild. And, uh, okay. Everything else, there, everything else from week two. You never told, so the Eagles are winning? Yeah, Eagles sure. are winning. Eagles are winning. It, probably by a touchdown or two. All right, I'm taking the Eagles 30 to 20. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, well, obviously, you I know the, the Eagles are going to win. Dude. piece of crap ever. You, you, you got mad that I was a homer. So, what a, what a, mm, mm. spends the whole segment gassing up a take just to yep. not say it. What that is unbelievable rap behavior. Literally, I did that. Eagles 28 20. Okay. All right. Well, Spin, I got Q&A for you, if that's where we're at. I got one for you, too, so. Really? Yeah. You go first. I want you to go first. This, uh, in my opinion, might be one of the hardest weeks to pick a winner in the NFL game. So, I want to know who you think. You think this week is? Who you think is the most likely winner this week in an NFL game? You want me to say? Yep. Interesting. Because if you're going to pick Giants at Cardinals, that's a trap game in my opinion. That's not the one I would pick. Hmm. Mm. I have a couple others in mind. Cowboys Jets, is that your pick? That that one was considered. Okay. That was definitely considered in Dallas. I yes, the Jets D could do something, could you know, turn the ball over Dak. I could definitely see three interceptions for Dak, but I just think Cowboys are just way, way better. So they're gonna win. But I'm feeling everyone's probably not since they just lost the Jets. I think the Bills at home over the Raiders is a lock. They're not gonna lose. It's just like the Chiefs. They start at 0-1. They're going to win this game. It would be a trap game if they're 1-0. They're not going to lose this game. I promise you that. Especially Raiders traveling all the way across the country. Yeah, like they're not They're not winning. Not like Josh Allen will get the game done. He'll, he'll win. Sc- that one scares me. Yeah, I, I can understand that why people would get scared. But to me, I just, I'm confident in an 0-1 Josh Allen, knowing his track record of getting you know basically 11-plus wins every year, He's gonna win games. So uh, one of these, he's gonna win one of these games that we're talking about, though, the team is not gonna win. Right. 100%. You want to know my other one? Yeah. 
Well, where is it now? Oh, the other one I was thinking of, a little more of a risk, divisional matchup. Team I'm picking is on the road, so even more risk. But I really don't. I really don't think there's any chance in hell the Panthers beat the Saints. Really? I don't think so. The Saints D is so freaking good, especially their pass rush. Bryce Young could be running bro. by three. Bryce Young's gonna be running for his life, dude. Biggest. I still have no faith in the Panthers. I just a little sus, obviously, because of the. Divisional aspect, but I think the Saints win this game for sure. Three biggest spreads. Bills over Raiders, minus nine. Jets over Cowboys, or Cowboys over Jets, minus nine. And Niners over Rams, minus eight. So, three biggest spreads of the week. Were those your thoughts? Or what? Yeah, or like, I just wanted to hear your thoughts. I didn't have any thoughts. I was I was very you were just my blank looking at the schedule. You had no idea, huh? Yeah, I just I saw so much trapping going on. I I couldn't decide. So well, Giants Giants at Cardinals is definitely a trap game. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I wouldn't like that one either. All right, my question for you: College football first two weeks. Tell me something you enjoyed. And it cannot be Texas being Alabama. <laughs> oh, that's not what I was going to say. Dion's okay. what I'm going to say. Oh, that's what I wanted to say, too. Colorado. That yes. is wild. That has been fun. He is single-handedly. Sugar, like, Sanders, dude. They have just been crazy. I mean, only the third time that a top five team has lost at home in the regular season since 2019, the Alabama Crimson Tide losing to Texas. Uh, that uh, that was kind of fun too. Yeah, because I told you, Bama wasn't on their best level this year. I told you that. I've been telling you that, man. Hey, just... everything's with everything's within reach, baby. We ain't out yet. Yeah, Don't but they're losing again. You're not Don't gonna win out. out. Don't rule us out. I'm ruling a win out. Out. I'm ruling it out. We're coming. We're coming, baby. <laughs> no, honestly, if uh, yeah, we face any team with a good pass rush, we're we're done for because Jim at Rose. I'm sorry, dog. I'm gonna roost for you, but you're not very good, bro. He's just not. He's, I mean, he's unpolished, right? I mean, he's only played how many games in his career? He needs more time, and time is not what you get at Alabama. It's win now. That's obviously the expectation. You just had to say that, though, huh? Yep. Kind of walked into it. I mentioned it myself. So I had to make you sad at the end of the pod. Yeah. All you right. got any big hot takes? Oh, Bo Nix for Bo Nix for Heisman if if Shadur doesn't keep it up. Okay, I haven't even seen Bo's been putting up great stats or what? Oh, Bo's been balling. Get out of here, dude. I'm the only one with Bo Nix faith, and it's awesome. Although no, TFD Mike did back me up. So, Caleb Williams repeat. Come on, that's so <laughs> boring. Yeah, but I want it. Why? The NFL, the NFL world wants it. Jeez, I don't know if the <laughs> NFL world does want it, honestly. Uh, Bo Nix, 23 for 27, 287, and three touchdowns in week one. And then in week two, he had 
32 for 44, 359, two touchdowns, no picks, as well as 50 yards rushing. So, extra good games. Pretty damn good. We'll see. Oregon, Colorado is two weeks is two weeks from now on nine twenty three. That'll be wild. Let's go. They play, and then Colorado has to play USC like right after that too. Yep. And then <clears throat> Oregon, three weeks in a row, October fourteenth, twenty first, and twenty eighth. They go Washington, Washington State, and Utah, all ranked teams. Then they get a week off. Then they play USC. So five ranked matchups in seven weeks for Oregon in the middle of the season. That's wild. Unreal. Let's see what Bo Nix got. Yeah. Let's see what he got. All right, Spinny, you got any uh, closing statements, man? Otherwise, let's get up on it here. Just wanted to say, this is the first time in a while that Alabama's been ranked 10th or lower. That's a little wild seeing two numbers in front of Alabama's name instead of one. Why you got to bring it back up, dude? Like, what's going on? Just just looking at You had your fun. You had your fun. Stop. All right. Quit picking on me. Fine. Go Colorado, though. I'm excited. 